Today on Becoming Professionally Famous Online, we are talking all about creating omnipresence so that you can really shorten the time frame that it takes for people to be able to find you, see you, engage with you, and then decide to enroll or hire you or buy your product or service or whatever your end game is that you're using social media and the online world for. So first of all, I recall hearing about this word omnipresence quite a few years ago and being a little bit like, I don't really even understand what this means. I actually, I heard it talked about with with omni love. I talked about omnipotent, um, but I hadn't heard about the, I hadn't heard this phrase omnipresent before. And it kind of got me to thinking about what that means. And I started doing a little bit of research on it. And what I discovered that it means is, you know, maybe it's a little bit obvious. So sorry for those of you who are way ahead of me. For me, it was like, oh, okay. Like it just means being seen everywhere, that you're everywhere. So a little bit like someone saying, oh, wow, you know, I found, I see you every day on Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram and you're on Twitter and you're in my inbox. It's kind of like you're everywhere. That to me is omnipresence. We don't want to be creating omnipresence though just for the sake of creating omnipresence, right? We don't just want to be visible for shits and giggles. It's really about building this in a way that is strategic and ties into your goals, your revenue goals with with what it is that you want to do and making sure that you're doing this in front of an audience that is really your people. So how do we do this? So what I found is that most people, and I've, I've seen this throughout the digital audits that I've been doing recently, most people are flat out maybe posting once a day and they're usually only posting on one platform. Maybe there's a couple of times a day, but that's that's really not the norm from what I've seen. And I suppose a lot of this is around people not fully understanding the impact that having a really solid, well-crafted, content-rich presence, what that can actually do for you. So one thing that we want to look at doing is that if you're looking at tripling the volume of leads that you're generating, if you're looking at tripling your revenue or your income, or you're looking at increasing the number of job offers perhaps that you get or the number of proposals that you're putting out, the volume of speaking engagements that you get invited to, it is super important that we increase the level of activity where people can see what it is that you're doing so that you're showcasing you on a daily basis really consistently and with more volume so that you can achieve the goals that you've got. So I wanted to share with you today some really, I think, simple ways, the simplest way that you can do this and that you can make this happen. So first things first, if you want to triple what you're currently making or or any of those goals that we were talking about, it makes sense that we therefore triple the number of or the amount of activity that we're putting out there online. Now, I know that a big thing that some of you are thinking, please don't turn me off just yet and, and don't stab me through the microphone and through the speakers. I know that it takes more energy for you to do this, but it, I don't need you to triple the amount of energy that you're putting into your current social media in order for you to be able to triple the places that you're being seen. 
So let's have a look at how we can do this. The first thing that I want you to think about is when you're thinking about your audience. Now, remembering that everything that we're doing online is geared towards our ideal clients or our ideal uh, employers or our ideal audience. Okay, so we've always got them in mind first and foremost. So I want you to think about your audience for a moment. Really put yourself in their shoes and think about what is the biggest problem that they're having today right now. Now, you can plan this out in advance and, you know, you'll probably find that it's really common on a day-by-day on -day basis. But think about, all right, what's the biggest problem that my audience is having right now? And I'm going to use the example of motivation because I think that this problem around feeling demotivated is probably industry-wide, it's pretty universal, it's just how you apply it into your audience that'll be a little bit different. So let's say that the issue is around motivation. Now, you can solve or give some advice to people around how to solve this problem of feeling demotivated. Now, you'll think about that and you'll go, okay, cool, so we're going to write that down. If you're driving, you'll get your passenger to write that down for you or you'll get your kid to do it or you'll do a voice memo or something later or you'll just remember and come back. So the first problem that we'll look at is motivation. What's another problem that your audience is having? Now, to me, another problem that is really big, and again, it's a bit of a universal problem, is a lack of accountability and discipline. Now, we know that if you've got an accountability partner or a mentor, which is probably even better, if you've got someone who can help to provide you with accountability, you are much more likely to achieve your goals, to reach what it is that you want to reach and things like that, right? Because you've got someone else who's kind of egging you on. This also ties into motivation a little bit. You know, you don't generally want to let that person down and you don't want to disappoint. And so, you know, for me, I also like having an accountability buddy or a partner where we can be a little bit competitive. <laughs> you know, I... It's a bit of an issue through my whole family or a, a positive trait through my whole family that we're all pretty competitive. So you could solve that problem for people. I think that's another really common one. And then the next problem, what's the next big problem that your people have? And again, the next example I'm going to give you is around fear. The fear of change. It might be the fear of not being good enough, the fear of disappointment, the fear of being successful, the fear of failure. There are about a bazillion fears rolling around in people's heads that I know that you could use that as a topic to talk about. So we've got three big problems. Now, today just happens to be Thursday when I'm recording this. So if I was thinking about Thursday, I, I make my little Thursday notes and I'm going, okay, what problems am I solving today? I'm solving motivation, accountability, and fear. And then I start to think about, all right, well, what pieces of advice can I give to people that will help them with their motivation? Now, to me, what I would probably say is, and I would say in different kinds of ways, it's like, guys, you've just got to get started. You've just got to make that commitment. You've kind of got to break the seal and just get moving because momentum breeds momentum. Movement 
creates motivation. So we want to be able to create that at some point in time. So what is your big goal? What is it that you are striving for? Now, your big goal today might just be to get through the day without falling on the floor crying that things aren't working. Awesome. You know, what can you do to help people solve that problem? Think about what their what their goal is and how you can motivate your audience to achieve that goal on that day. Now, this could be in the form of a video. You guys know I love video. It might be that you record a podcast for them. It might be that you create a little post, like it's you know via text. It's up to you how you apply this. But I want you to think about that motivation problem you're going to solve and how you're going to solve it for them in a really short kind of um, way because we're not talking about blogging today. We're talking about things that we can put up online. So oh, in, in your social media channels. So the next thing that we look at, so the first thing is what's the problem? The second thing is how you're going to solve that problem for them. And then the next thing is like, well, honey, you've got to get out there and you've got to solve that problem for them. So we start to look at the platforms that we're looking at. Okay. Now I would very strongly recommend that you're looking at Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. Now, to me, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter are really easy to post a text post to, right? You don't even, you don't have to have a whole video production going. You don't have to do lives. You don't have to do audio. You can just go to the platform, type up what you want. In fact, I would do it in a Word document first. Type it all up and then go share it in, in the three places. So Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. Instagram, you're going to have to create or come up with a photo or an image that goes along with the post. Okay, so to me that can take a little bit longer, particularly if you're working off a desktop. If you're on a phone, you can just take a photo of you or you could do a quick video and, and put that up. It, it's up to you how you do that. But really, if we're looking, first of all, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. Now, on Facebook, you can say the motivation, solve the motivation problem in one way, LinkedIn, you might solve it in a slightly different way, languaged slightly different. And in Twitter, you'll probably pull out the key message out of either your Facebook or your LinkedIn post and tweet that. Okay, so Twitter has got a, a lot less characters that we can utilize so that the message needs to be a bit shorter and a bit punchier. So those three places and then Instagram, as we've talked about, you can share that on there. So we're solving in four different places, we're solving one problem for your audience. So we've already got you in three more places than what you were at the start of this, okay? So real, and we're using pretty much the same content just in four places. So it, it's really where the energy comes in is around deciding on your problem, working out how you're going to solve it. The placement on the platform doesn't take very long at all. So that's one thing you can do like earlier on in the day. And then you want to get ready for the next problem that you're going to solve today. So we talked about accountability and discipline. So we know the problem. You've got to decide, all right, well, how am I going to solve this problem for people? And then you go and place it on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. Okay. So if you do that, you're actually showing up eight times on social media today where previously you were maybe one or two. 
right? We're still making it really relevant for your audience. We're solving problems. So we're adding immense value. We're able to build relationships. We're contributing. And that's really great. So then we go to the third problem, which we talked about was fear. You work out how you're going to solve that problem and then you go place it on the platforms. So even if you were only doing Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, you've got nine times that you are going out online in front of your audience with the least amount of effort humanly possible. Now, if you map this out in the morning before you start, you can go and you can pre-schedule a lot of this to happen for you. So you don't have to be in the platforms live posting this. You can use different platforms to schedule this. Now, in your Facebook page, you can actually, when you write the post, when, before you click publish, there's a little drop-down thing that you can select schedule. So you can just go ahead and schedule it, right? Schedule that in. I usually schedule uh, the skeleton posts that I do, I usually schedule them a good week to two weeks in advance. So I don't have to sit there in the morning and go, oh my God, what am I going to say today? I've got nothing to freaking say today. How do I even make this work? You know, like I get creative blocked if I'm, if I'm under pressure. So I like to pre-schedule a lot of that in. That then creates the space as you go through the day to share a random photo or to add something in or to share a thought as it comes up for you, or share a video, like, oh, who would have thought? Like, go and do a video. <gasps> Groundbreaking. So you've got, you can use this as almost like your skeleton post so that you've got the least amount of posts going up on a daily basis that, that you can use. This would put up three posts on LinkedIn, three posts on Facebook, three posts on Twitter, and three posts on, on Instagram. Now, I can tell you that you don't have to put nine times the amount of effort to make that to have nine times the impact that you're having right now. Now, something that I need to let you know, for those of you who are really big fans of external validation and feedback and, and love the likes, the shares, the comments, I am with you. I love the heck out of all of that as well, but it doesn't really mean anything, okay? What we're doing is we're, we're building value, we're building platform, we are building presence online, and this gives people a place to go and research you, to get a feeling for who you are, what you're all about, and really feel like you know your stuff, that you are the right person for them, or that you're not the right person for them, and that's fine. Now, multiple people, I think 75% of people require between seven and 10 touch points from you before making a decision to either buy from you and often before even opting in for one of your free things. Okay, so it takes a lot of touch points for many, many people because if you think about social media, there are so many people out there painting this picture of perfection, that everything is awesome when, you know, uh, thanks Lego movie, you know, when really that is not necessarily the reality of what is going on. Now, people want real. They want to see the different facets of you. They want to get a feeling for who you are, what you're about, what your values are, without you turning up and saying, hey, 
my values are authenticity, or my top value is integrity and being ethical. You know, we want them to be able to sense that automatically the very moment that they lie eyes on your social media channels. And then when they look at other social media channels, they see a consistent and similar message. And then when they go to your website, they see a similar and consistent message. This is what creates the marketing message match piece because we're solving problems for your audience. So this is really key. Now, to help you guys along the way a little bit, I, I understand that doing this on a daily basis might be a little bit boring for you to think, okay, you know, you might land at your desk at 8, 8 o'clock or, you know, 5 a.m. or whatever time you land at your desk, maybe even 11 a.m., and you might be begrudge actually sitting there going, oh my gosh, what three problems am I going to solve today? So here's what I want you to do. I would like you to really put yourself in your audience's shoes and pretend that you're them. Now, for some of you, you are your ideal audience. Maybe, you know, and it might actually be where you were maybe 12 months ago or a couple of years ago, maybe even five years ago. Who is your audience? What are they going through? Now, if you are very different to your audience, then you're going to have to get a little bit creative. Like pretend that you're an actress and you're going to become that person. Or maybe you're an actor and you become that person. Okay, so it's all about you really stepping into your audience's shoes. And I want you to imagine what their life is like hour by hour on a particular day. So today's Thursday. What are they working through between 5 a.m. and 6 a.m.? Are they asleep? Are they awake? Have they got insomnia? Are they having to get up and go to the bathroom? Is the baby crying? Is the dog scratching at the door? You know, what are they going through? What are they thinking about? Maybe they're not thinking about anything and that's fine. And then what's going on between 6 and 7? And then what are they working through between 7 and 8? And I want you to start to document all of their problems, all of their stress points, all of the things that they're not really happy with, that they're not satisfied with. Are they sitting maybe at 9am with their coffee at work or, or in, front of, in front of their computer, imagining what their life could be like if they could just get out of their own damn way, if they weren't afraid of not having any money, if they weren't afraid of their partner leaving them. You know, what is it that they are going through on an hour-by-hour -hour basis on a specific day of the week? Now, if you're looking at Monday through Friday, then that's great. What are they working through on the weekend? You know, probably are, I reckon for a lot of people on a Sunday, I know that there are so many people who hate their lives, that hate their jobs, that hate their clients, that hate what it is that they're doing, or, or they're just really just meh. They just don't really, you know, they're just not feeling that joy. And so roll around Sunday afternoon, you're like, oh, crap, it's Monday tomorrow. Wish I didn't have to go to work. They start feeling tired and lethargic can get a bit of a headache, probably have a couple many, too many wines um, or drinks, and then roll around Monday morning and they're like, oh, my God, this is freaking Groundhog Day. You know, if that's the way that people are feeling in their job or in their business or in their life or in their career or anywhere, you know, that sucks. Nobody should be hating 
uh, in my opinion, nobody should be hating the thought of Monday rolling around. You know, I'm just like, yeah, I've got so much to do and I've got so much to create and so many people to help and people to talk to that I just can't wait. That's most weeks. Some weeks I wake up on a Monday like, oh my God, I could do with like another half a day of sleeping. So it's not every week that I'm ramped and revved and ready to go, but you know, that's most of the time I'm pretty happy. So what are your people working through? Now, ideally, I would love for you to be able to come up with a list of at least 54 problems. Now, why 54? Well, I remember sitting on a plane on my way to the Gold Coast to run an event in 2014 or 2015. I can't remember the year. And I was sitting down. I wanted to re-niche. I'm sitting on the plane. I'm like, okay, what are the problems that my audience has? What are the, actually, the language I used back then is, what's the problem? What are the problems that my people are having right now? And so I just started typing on my laptop and I ran out of ideas by the time I got to 54. So I called this activity the 54 problem solution because if you're able to document 54 problems that your audience is having, guess what? You can talk into that. You can also talk into the solutions that come off the back of that. So if someone is having a problem with, with motivation, then you can talk about the problem with that. That could be one set of posts. And then you could also talk about how awesome it is when you are more motivated. So you can talk about the pleasure side or moving towards pleasure of that problem. And you can also talk about the pain of that problem. So it actually would give you, if you get 54 out, it will give you 108 ways to talk to your audience at least because we can move towards move towards pleasure or we can move away from pain with how we're speaking. So I really encourage you, don't do this while you're driving because you need to write it down. Document, write down, list as many problems as you can humanly possibly get for your audience. If you've got clients, document the kinds of questions and problems that they're coming to you with and write them down in a separate place. Because guys, that is really, like that's the fodder, that's the fuel for your social media posts. So that way you can open up your list on a Monday morning and go, okay, where are my list of problems? There they are. What three am I going to solve today? Dunk, dunk, dunk. And it's already done. You've done the groundwork. You've done the thinking. And then on Tuesday, same thing. I would, like I said to you earlier, I would definitely schedule a lot of these posts in so that you don't have to think every morning and so you don't get caught up in the busyness that is our day-to-day running of our business or our job or our career or our families and our lives. So this way it just has you being a lot more prepared and ready to roll into every single day. If you have any questions about this, of course you can email me. I'm Nicola at nicolamorass.com.au. You can go over to my website. You can find me on all of the social media channels, including Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, my website. I don't do Snapchat. I have a bit of a issue with that. I'm on the YouTubes and Vimeo and and all the rest of it. So I trust this has been helpful. If it has been, please let me know. I really enjoy doing these for you and it's for you that I'm doing them for. So, you know, I really need to know that this is working. All right, guys, have an amazing day. Drive carefully, sleep well, have an awesome day, whatever time of day and location you are listening. I'll talk to you soon.